Welcome back to the Low Bottom High Rise podcast with Moira Kassaba. That's me. I, I am so excited to chat with you guys today. You know, this is something, this is a topic that I have been obsessed with for a long time. It's funny because I was listening to a podcast earlier today and somebody was being interviewed and they said, do you, you know, do you, do you have a PhD? I don't think you have a PhD in this. And, and they weren't being demeaning whatsoever when they were asking um, the person that was being interviewed and they said, no, I don't have a PhD. And I was thinking, I kind of have a PhD in this stuff, you know, like so many people out there that are self-taught thought leaders have put way more hours into studying what they're teaching than, you know, going to get a bachelor's, a master's, a PhD. And let me also say there's a lot of people out there coaching and teaching on things that have literally probably taken, you know, a six hour course and they're teaching on that thing. So you got to be careful with who you're learning from and and just kind of weed your way through the marketing genius that might be out there. Um, I was also listening to something, and this is a tangent, um, about something the other day about this guy that was, you know, a seven figure earner, but he was spending three quarters of a million dollars on Facebook ads. So like his profit margin is tiny, you know, so you've got to just, you know, do a little digging, dig into the people that you're learning from, make sure that their success and is there, that the proof is there, that they've actually, you know, accomplished through what they're teaching you, their own personal success, because we can be so swayed by media, by marketing and all of that. So I can tell you, you know, they say to be an expert in something, you have to um, put 10,000 hours into it. I have put (laughs) a lifetime into studying Things like, yes, I hesitate to say this, but the law of attraction. And guys, when I say studying the law of attraction, it is the foundation of everything I've ever done in my life. It's the foundation of what I go back to literally on a daily basis. I go back and I study and I read and I learn and I take it to a deeper level. And the law of attraction is uber scientific, like there is neuroplasticity. And we're talking about, you know, rewiring your brain and how your brain works and the reticular activating system. And, you know, one of the things that I talked about in a big keynote that I did this summer was, and I'm just going to give you a little science here. So our brains have available to them. Are you ready for this? Every single second, we have two to three million bits of information, you know, the sound, the softness, the light, the, um, you know, I'm looking at something blue, I'm looking at something brown, I'm looking at, you know, a cup of coffee, a planner, uh, everything. Like there are two to three million bits of information that your brain has available to it to process every single second, every single second. And your reticular activating system serves as kind of a filter, very much a filter for that, and grabs onto only 32 bits. So 32 out of 2 to 3 million. And you can condition your brain through practices, through meditation, through morning process to hone in on the 32 that you want to grab onto. And therefore that becomes your world. That becomes the world that you live in, the world that you go about your life in, the things that you feel, the life that you then create. And so quote unquote law of attraction is not some airy fairy thing. I think it can be, I think it can be taught that way, 
But to me, it is the polar opposite of that. This is science. This is spirituality. This is no different than the law of gravity. You know, when people say sometimes that, you know, oh, that's like, you know, people that are very devout, say Christians are like, oh, you know, that's, that d- doesn't align with my beliefs. I'm like, well, does, does gravity align with your beliefs? Because we're talking very much about the same type of principle in, in my mind. Um, so I want to talk to you guys today. I'm reading this amazing book right now by Natasha Graziano, and it's called Be It Until You Become It. One of my best friends has a journal that she just launched called something very similar, Be Her Now. So I want you to take a minute and soak that in. Be it, like be it now, right? Be it now until you become it. Because you cannot become what you want to become. You cannot manifest your goals, your vision, your dreams until you are that. So something I teach a lot to the women that I coach is, you know, we don't get what we want. There's been seasons of my life where I've desperately wanted something. And when we are in the energy and the frequency of wanting What we're actually being in that moment is, I don't have that thing. It's outside of me and I want that thing and it's away from me, but I really want it. And if I can get it, everything will change. Well, you're perpetuating this feeling of lack, right? When you're in want. Does that make sense? So you have to embody it now. You have to be it in order to become it. And um, I have really used this practice over the years. You know, I worked with a life coach, gosh, probably seven years ago, really in depth. And I had these big goals back then to become a top 10 coach. And she was like, well, be it then. And I was like, "Uh, what do you mean? This is kind of when I first started doing this, this be it work. And she's like, well, how does, how does a top 10 coach drive their car? How does a top 10 coach eat lunch? How does a top 10 coach brush their teeth? And it sounds silly, but those are the little things that that's what makes up your everyday life, right? And so in all those moments, we have to embody it. We have to be it now. We have to put on that identity and feel that if we ever want to become it. I think this is the greatest gap in what people attempt to do when they attempt to learn the law of attraction or manifestation, And so you have to be it. And I'm going to give you this really funny example. I'm not going to use real numbers. I'm just going to use an example. So back in the day when I started to have a lot of success financially, and I always hesitate to talk about finances, but this is just such a good example. So say that in January, I'm just, again, using fictitious numbers, I was making $1,000 a month. And then my income was going up and up and up. And every single month, I was making significantly more income. And say that by December, I was making $10,000 a month, we'll say. So when I was doing this, and I wasn't actually trying to put any law of attraction manifestation thing into practice, but I would always look at my income each month and be like, okay, that's where I am right now. Meaning in December, when I say I was making $10,000 a month, to me, that meant I was making 10 times 12, $120,000 a year, right? So that was 
100%. And again, I wasn't trying to do any mind tricks. That was just my thought process. I was like, okay, I'm making $10,000 a month now. So that means I'm making $120,000 a year. And a hundred percent. That was, I wasn't, again, I wasn't trying to think that I was just, that was how I was calculating my income in my brain. And so I was believing that that was my just belief, right? I'm making $120,000 a year. And that is how I showed up to my job. That is how I showed up to my work. That is how I showed up in my life. That is how I showed up to lead a team. That is how I showed up when I did a live video, when I did a training, when I, you know, that's how I went to bed. That's how I woke up. And this is so hilarious. So uh, end of the year, right? My mind, I'm like, I'm making $120,000 a year. Again, fictitious numbers. And um, we go to do our taxes that year. And my husband's like, congrats, babe. You made, I don't even know, it was, some, it was less than half, right? It was like, you made $40,000 last year. And I looked at him and I was like, no, I didn't. And he's like, yeah, I just did the taxes. I was like, you're wrong. Like I, I, I believed in my mind to my innermost self that he like calculated things wrong. I was like, no, no, no. I make like $120,000 a year. And he's like, no, no, babe. I just did the taxes and the numbers and this is, this is your income. And I was like, no, that's, that's not who I am. That's not what I'm doing. That's not... And I realized in that moment that that was the perfect example of be it now. And we could go into a whole nother training about what, you know, I always talk to people that I lead, like, if you want to make a six-figure income or a seven-figure income, you have to show up like you're earning that income every single day. You have to step into that identity. If you're making $40,000 a year and you want to make a hundred, you can't show up like you're making $40,000 a year or you'll never get to the six-figure mark. Same thing with six to seven, right? If you're making six figures and you've got these big goals to hit seven, you got to show up like a seven-figure earner every single day. You got to show up to that training as if you are a seven-figure earner. You got to show up to your business. You got you to show up fully as if you are already that goal that you want to attract, already that person that you want to become, right? Be it now in order to become it. That is the biggest gap, y'all, the biggest gap. So I'm going to break down, and this is so fun for me because um, the book that I'm reading by Natasha, she is oh, such an incredibly powerful force in the world. And it's just so fun for me when I pick up somebody's work and I'm like, oh, she's doing and teaching the exact same thing I do and I teach and it's 100% aligned and, and there's no mistake there. You know, she's had massive success. I've had massive success. It's no wonder we're doing the same thing. We're practicing the same principles. But I love the way that she breaks it down into, she calls them her five pillars to achieving, you know, your goals, your vision, all of that. And it's the, it's the exact same thing I do. And, and there's some clarity here though that um, I think is important because I didn't necessarily, I do this, but it's, there's one step in here that I don't necessarily teach. So I'm going to give you step number one. Guess what it is? Clarity of vision, right? Vision, 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 vision. I'm known as the vision girl, the vision queen. This is what I teach on. This is what I speak on. Like vision's everything. You have nothing I hate to break it to you. You have nothing, like you haven't even taken a step 
if you don't have clarity of vision. And I've talked about this a million times. We've got podcast episodes about it, so I'm not going to go deep into vision, but you have to know where you're going or you'll never get there. I mean, you're not going to step onto an airplane not knowing where it's going to land and hope that you appear in the city you want to appear in, right? You have to have clarity of vision. So step number one. Step number two is the one that I want you to hear really today because this is what I do and I do a lot of work with this with the women that I work with, but it's not necessarily like a concrete step that I have put into any training that I've ever done and that's breaking through or removing your self-limiting beliefs. And I'll tell you, this is everything. I was interviewed yesterday on a podcast and they were asking me, um, they're very you know, and they are very, the person that was interviewing me is very kind of aligned and entrenched in Tony Robbins work. And she said, you know, I know that Tony's been really instrumental in your path. And she said, what do you think the single biggest thing that, you know, you learned from Tony? And I was like, there is not one thing. There are like 10 million things. Um, But I'm getting ready to go back to Unleash the Power Within, which I've done twice before. And I can tell you that the biggest gift that I got the very first time I went to Unleash the Power Within was breaking through my limiting beliefs, clarifying them. I didn't even know as I went to my first, you know, four-day full immersion event with Tony that I didn't even know what my limiting beliefs were. I didn't know what was holding me back. So we have to do the work at some point to figure out What's holding me back? What is that core belief that I believe that if I don't switch that, I'm not, I can, I can hustle, I can grind, I can do all the manifestations and visualizations and morning processes. But if there is a limiting belief that is anchored within you, that is holding you back, you have to get clear on that. And you've got to get, you've got to remove it, right? You got to break through it. So I love that she talks about that. And her her step number three, and this is where I'm like, oh, wait, I do totally teach this all the time. It's a huge premise of what I teach, anchoring the new belief. And for me, I love teaching these steps two and step three. So removing the self-limiting belief and then creating and anchoring a new belief. This is contrast and clarity. There's a whole episode that I taught on contrast and clarity. So the contrast statement is the negative statement, right? Like what is holding me back? Maybe it's... um, you know, it can be kind of granular into the day or it can be really big. It could be, you know, my team's not producing, like my team's just not producing, nobody's doing anything, you know, and you're stuck in that, that loop of negativity and that belief that my team's not doing anything, my team's not doing anything. And anchoring the new belief or creating the clarity statement is something like, okay, I'm aware that that thought is dragging me down and and holding me back. And the clarity is, I I love, I love seeing my team succeed. I freaking love seeing my team succeed. I love seeing my team succeed. I love seeing my team, you know, uh, rank advance. I love seeing my team change lives. I love seeing, like, just massage it, right? And you have to literally hammer that new belief into your psyche. And I say hammer, which is kind of a hard word, but I say that from like this beautiful place of like, I love, I love it when my team succeeds. I love, and, and saying that 
when you're stuck in a grocery store line or you're at a stoplight or you're sitting in a doctor's waiting room and you're drifting off to bed, like hammering it coming from the aspect of like again and again and again and again and again. That's how you anchor a new belief. If you're looking for some more in-depth training on mindset practices and how to create your vision, how to reverse engineer your goals, how to craft your morning process, all of the things that I'm super passionate about, you guys, the Rise Up course is where it's at. It is literally my lifetime, my mind in a course, every single tip, strategy, and hack that you could possibly ask me about is in this course. So jump into the show notes right below and you'll see the link for the Rise Up course and my Rise Up planner, and you guys can rise up with us. Right? So let me recap. Clarity of vision number one, breakthrough or remove the self-limiting beliefs. Step three, anchor the new belief. And here's number four, which I love that she breaks this out too, because I always just go back to vision, vision, vision on a daily basis, right? I read my vision this morning, but she talks about step number four, expand your vision. And, you know, that's, again, a lot of the work that I teach, but I don't teach it as a separate step. So, so many of us get stuck in kind of crafting a vision. And then I always say, like, when your vision gets stale, when you're like, yeah, Moira, I'm reading my vision every day. I'm like, oh, 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 is it not like lighting you up? Because it's got to light you up. And I don't maybe get to that level every day. But I am constantly writing things in the margin or rewriting a sentence so it feels different. Or, you know, I hear about somebody that um, was able to, here's two concrete examples. I might hear about somebody that has a private chef and I'm like, I want that. Like, I want that. Guys, don't feel guilty for wanting what society has deemed, you know, superficial or, you know, high-end things. Like I, I, I serve an abundant God, right? A God of abundance. And so, um, so I might want that private chef. I'm like, oh, I'm adding that to my vision. That is something I'm going to close my eyes and see every single day. So it could be something like that. It could also be this heart thing, right? The first time I went to Unleash the Power Within, I, I met a girl in the line for the bathroom and started chatting with her. And she was so humble, so grounded, so down to earth, so just an incredible human. And as we chatted more, I was like, wait, what did you just say? And she's like, yeah, I've got like, you know, about 20 people that I was able to bring and I'm so excited for them to experience this. I'm like, what do you mean you have, you brought 20 people to, to Tony Robbins? I was like, I could barely scrape together enough dollars to come myself, like truly back in the day. And she's like, oh, well, you know, I needed, I needed the tax write-off. And I was like, what? Like that, that's possible, right? So often what we see in other people's lives is I see it as such a gift from the universe, a gift from God to clarify what I want in my own life, but also it shows me what's possible. On that day, like in that moment, I I added to my vision, my dream, one of my biggest dreams in life was to be able to gift UPW to people, right? 
two years later, I sat under my Christmas tree at a Christmas party and I gifted Unleash the Power tickets to all of my top coaches. I mean, full of tears, sobbing my eyes out. You know, we're getting ready to go back in two weeks and I would say there's about 20 people coming in tow. That is only because I was able to kind of steal this little piece of somebody's life and go, I want that too. There's no envy. There's no jealousy. There's just clarity of vision. There's expanding your vision to bigger, to deeper impact, to a greater purpose, right? We can see what's possible. And then step number five, you got to take action, right? You have to take action from that place. And the next solo episode that I'm going to do is probably, um, because I almost cut it this morning and then I was like, I got to talk about this. Um, It's going to be about decisiveness because I think this is a whole episode, meaning take action, right? Take inspired action, step number five. And you have to take it quickly. You have to be decisive. You can't get stuck in overthinking. We are all going to fail a thousand times. Successful people have just failed more. Successful people just take messy action quickly. They take massive, messy action quickly. They're just constantly implementing. They're constantly failing and learning and pivoting and tweaking. And they're just going, right? So we have to take action. And so often, let's go back to step number one, clarify your vision. People just get stuck, right? What if I do it wrong? What if I write the wrong thing down? How am I supposed to do this? How long is it supposed to be? How many times am I supposed to rewrite the vision? Just write the vision. Just take action. You can't do it wrong, right? You can't do it wrong. So take action as much as you can from that inspired place. One of my favorite Tony quotes is, um, or one of the principles I should say he teaches, the quote is, your destiny is shaped in your moments of decision. And I used to have that on my mirror. Your destiny is shaped in your moments of decision. What are you deciding to eat for breakfast today? Are you deciding to work out or sit on the couch? Are you deciding to take that leap of faith and take that new job? Or are you deciding to sit in fear, right? Your destiny is shaped in your moments of decision, big or small. But one of the key things that Tony taught me that very first Unleash the Power Within was when you are sitting in the moment of inspiration, when you are fired up, when you've listened to a meditation or your vision has lit your soul on fire or you're sitting in, you know, what happens to me most of the time when I think about this is any type of workshop or mastermind or live event or maybe I'm on a call listening to something at home and I'm like, I got to do that. Guess what I do? I take action, immediate action in that moment that commits me to the end goal, right? I don't put it in a journal and hope that I'm still inspired when I get home to take action. I take action in that moment, something that gets the ball rolling that commits me to the end result. Like say I want to, say I'm in a mastermind and I'm like, oh, I should do weekly accountability meetings with my top five leaders. I don't think about it and write it in a journal and hope I remember when I get home to like put that into place. I immediately take out my phone and I send messages to my five top leaders and I'm like, hey guys, this is what we're going to do. I've taken immediate action in the moment of inspiration that commits me to the end result, right? All right. 
<sighs> Let's recap. Step number one, clarify your vision. Step number two, remove or break through those limiting beliefs. Step number three, anchor the new belief. That's your contrast and clarity. Step four, expand your vision. Keep massaging the vision. And step number five, take inspired action. Guys, be it now. Be it now in order to become it. Be it now. If there is something that I can have you walk away with today, it's to write those five things down, look at them every day. But the biggest thing, be it now. Right, Write that down and say it a million times today as often as you can. When you walk into your closet to get dressed in the morning, when you're putting your makeup on in the morning, step into and embody that identity of what you are trying to accomplish and you will become it. I promise. Thanks for joining me, guys. I would love to hear back from you. So message me, DM me on Instagram. um, Tell me all the things. I want to know your thoughts and have the most fabulous week and be it till you become it.